Amen. Amen. Give us the Lord has blessed you today. What an awesome privilege to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. I'm so glad that you are here. There are so many that is sick and fighting circumstances and things that's bigger than them. And that's why we need a God that's bigger than that stuff. We serve a mighty, awesome God. And I, I believe that God wants to touch and heal and deliver. Right here out in the middle of, of um, what many people says is nowhere. You come here on purpose. I believe that God has plans for every one of us. And I thank you for being in the house of the Lord today so, so very much. Uh, I felt something in my spirit, my heart this week. And I'll be honest with you, when I first felt it, I thought, well, that's kind of a strange thought. <laughs> and I've been trying to, I've been trying to work it out in my head the last several days exactly what direction God wanted me to go with this and um, and I feel like that that the Lord has brought that to the place it needs to be today I'm going to be reading for the book of Matthew chapter 4 today again it's so good to have everybody here good to have our guests in the house I'm so sorry, I do not know your name. This young lady, we're glad that you're here. And so glad to have Brittany. And and always a pleasure to have Sister Tina and Amber back with us. We appreciate you guys being here. We're glad that you that come all the time, I'm glad that you come again and that you are here today. Appreciate Sister Stephanie being here. She's got to be at work, 2.15, right? So I'm glad she decided to come here before she went to work. So thank you for being here. Jesus went about all of Galilee teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness, all manner of disease among the people. We see simply that Jesus is just doing what Jesus does. He heals and he helps people. That is the whole purpose of what Jesus done. The Bible says that he came to seek and save that which was lost. He's after those who needs the healing. And when he does what he does, verse 24 happens. And, the fa and his fame went throughout all of Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments. And those which were possessed with devils. And those which were lunatic. And those that had the palsy. And he healed them. Notice when Jesus does what he does, and then people spread the news of what he does, what happens? More people that need what he does shows up. Verse 25, and they followed him, and there, there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee, from Decapolis, from Jerusalem, from Judea, and from beyond Jordan. I'm going to... Break my protocol and give you my title, and then we're going to pray. 
Today I'm going to be talking about this for a little bit. Hashtag trending. I'm going to be talking about trending today. Lord, we thank you for your blessings. Thank you for every individual here. Thank you for our guest. Thank you for those that come all the time. We thank you for those who may listen to this by way of podcasts later, Lord. We thank you for all your goodness and your blessings, Lord. God, I know that you are a healer. You are a deliverer. And somebody here needs healing. Somebody needs delivering. And God, you are just the one to do that. And I just pray that you would help us to receive what you have, we have today, Lord, from your word, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. It's not a doubt in my mind that we've all heard it said that that's somebody said something about something, and so that's trending. Um, you heard people talking about something, and you may say, "Well, I haven't heard of that." And somebody says, "Well, you crazy? I've, I've been seeing that trending on the news." Or, and you maybe you're one of those, and you go looking for the things that's trending. Um, there's spots on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, whatever social media platform, search engine you may use. You can search a name. You can put a hashtag by it. That helps it out a whole lot because a lot of people will push hashtag whatever along with it. And you'll find out what's trending. You'll see what is uh, maybe at the top of the news lines or the social media lines. And in case you do not know what trending is, trending is a, it's a play on words of the word, uh, of the verb to trend. In other words, it describes what's currently popular with the masses. And what can, what type of thing can become trending? What can trend? According, as I was doing some research to this, according to an article on Thrive Hive, there are two main categories of things that actually trend. There is acute items, acute things, acute, and long-term trends. This article says that the former suddenly shoots to fame, but it only will reign for a short period before the next big thing comes along. Myra, where you at, sweetie? Hold up one of your poppets back there. Anybody seen them things before these poppets? You know what that is? That's something that's just trending right now. Because a couple years ago, there was a fidget spinner, right? Everybody had to have a fidget spinner. Now, some of you may not remember it. I know some of you will because you're my age. But how many members Tickle Me Elmo? You could not find a Tickle Me Elmo because it was trending. Everybody wanted it. But now then, you can find them wherever you want. This is what he's talking about here. Something pops up real quick. Everybody had to have a fidget spinner. Everybody's got to have a poppet. But after its fame is just short run for a period, the next big thing comes along. And in fidget spinner's case, now we have poppets. The latter is something that sticks around significantly longer. Some examples being of that acute trend is something that has hashtags with it. Hashtagging, and I, I have this behind me, a hashtag, we basically know is just the number, signal, whatever. Uh, it is generally a long-term trend that 
something that is still growing, but specific hashtags that relate to the current issue and events are acute trends. Such are things like, maybe you remember this, hashtag ice bucket challenge. Did anybody do the ice bucket challenge? I know some of you did because we was doing it for She's the Christ to raise money out here in our horse trough. We filled it up with ice and we was people was going down in there and challenging somebody else or they was doing it on Facebook and they would hashtag ice bucket challenge. And I've seen a lot of different ones and no doubt you could tell us some of those. Some of these trends are Facebook pages. A single Facebook page may experience burst of popularity due to a viral post that they have put out on Facebook. Website pages. There are single pages that can skyrocket in the spotlight, such as a new product that comes out. Sometimes an entire website can do the exact same thing. Blog posts. I know people kind of beyond blog posts, maybe, if you don't think about it, but blog posts, articles that, that maybe shed a light on some relevant topic or some, uh, somebody has a strong opinion. They often attract a lot of engagement and discussion on, a com on, on the comments section that's here. And then this is probably the most trending thing that people notice because it's a whole lot easier. It's videos that go viral. Some bold or relevant video that, that maybe just sparks the interest of society or, or people think it's funny or, 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 or something like that. And it begins to go viral. Does anybody remember some of the viral videos that, that got out there and went crazy for a while? No doubt we've all seen them. And you, uh, I notice now that TikTok has become a big thing, that Facebook has, I don't have TikTok and I don't want it, but uh, uh, it, Facebook has got this little section now that, that it has TikTok videos on there. And I have to admit, there's a lot of them that's really funny, but the reason I don't have it, there's a lot of them that I don't want to see, so that's why I don't have it. But in my studying for this, I found this article that truly disturbed me because it's also something that doesn't surprise me based on what I have seen specifically in church people over the last two years. According to this article on Twitter, Trump, former President Donald Trump, is more popular on Twitter than Jesus. We'll let that settle in our spirit for a second. This article published. Somebody said, well, that, that's old. Well, now listen. This article published in March of 2021 said, our findings published this month, which was the month of March 2021, our finding published this month in the Journal of Social Computing suggests that at least on, at least on Twitter, Americans are treating the partisanism ideology as more central to their personal identities. Perhaps most striking for a historical religious country, starting in 2018, Americans' Twitter bios are more likely to include their politicals than their faith. In 2020, Twitter users, users were about 15% more likely to refer to Trump or mega in their bio than to mention Jesus or Christianity. 
Now, no matter how you voted or who you're for for a presidency, even if if you if if, if he was or what if even if he was the best candidate or not, that is irrelevant. Nobody should trend more than Jesus does. And there's not hardly a person in this building today that no doubt has had the thoughts of wanting to have a famous viral video, a famous viral Facebook post, Instagram post, or TikTok post, or whatever other social media blog site or whatever you do. There's nobody hardly at all in this building that has not had the thoughts of wanting to be famous or be one of them people that's trending on one of these platforms. Because there is something deep within all of us that want to be famous. Now you can sit there all smug as you want and act like you're better than anybody else and you don't have them thoughts. But I'm going to tell you what. Everybody in this place today, there's something on the inside of us. We want to be famous. We know we don't want all... No, all of us don't want to be the rock star celebrities. But deep down inside of us, there is a desire to be celebrated from other people. There's a desire inside of us to be praised from other people and honored by other people, which... in is the essence of what fame is all about. And the truth be known, at the heart of our fame lies is the indescribable desire for every one of us to be like God. Preacher, I don't want to be like God. Don't you tell me that. I know better. Because every time you take God out of your equation and you decide you don't need Him and you can make your own decisions in anything in your life, guess what you're doing? You're saying, God, I don't need you to control my life, but I can control my life myself. And when you do that, you're taking the place of God and it's that part of us, that fallen humanity inside of us that is trying to be like God and create fame for ourselves and not for Him. After all, is that not the original temptation that started this whole sin issue in the beginning, Sister Penny? In Genesis 3 and 5, when, when the devil looked at Eve and said, For God knows that when you eat from, it, uh, from that fruit, that your eyes are going to be open and you're going to be like God. Why do human beings crave fame? Why do we want that recognition to be exalted? And, and why do human beings exalt uh, uh, celebrities and famous people? And what holds us back from abandoning uh, uh, the ways of this world and, and abandoning, uh, uh, abandoning our life to Jesus who is the only one that can save our life? Why do we find ourselves in that place? I'll tell you why today. Because that is the fallen nature of mankind that dwells inside of us, that is put inside of us from the fleshly side of our life, that comes from the devil himself just like he did sister Stephanie in the beginning when he told Eve he said look go ahead and eat that fruit it doesn't matter what God says because God don't want you to do that on your own because he knows if you do you'll be like him 
It's the same thing that Satan is still doing today because that's what brought Satan down in the first place. We find it in Isaiah 14 and 12 through 14. It said, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? If you don't know, that's what his name was before he fell. Now then we call him the devil. Now we call him Satan. But Isaiah said, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which this weakened the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds and I will be like the most high. What was Satan saying in this? Brother David, I'll tell you what he was saying. He said, I want to trend and be better than Jesus. I don't know Donald Trump. I have no idea. But it saddens me that he done what Satan tried to do. And truth is known is he didn't do it. We did. We made him more famous. Not us particular, but us as humanity. Made him more famous on Twitter than Jesus. I want to tell us today, Jesus has not called us to be famous. Jesus didn't call us to be famous. Jesus didn't call us to be trending on Facebook, Instagram, social media, of any platform, blog site. Yes, that's inside of us, and yes, every one of us would love to have a viral video to hit about a million, because ultimately what we want to do, then we can start our own YouTube page, and then we can get millions out of our own YouTube page, like a lot of other folks. Yeah, that does sound like easy money, right? But Jesus has not called us to be famous. But He has called us to love Him. He has called us to love people like He loves Him. The one who lives to love will not be made famous. Amen. The one who lives to love will not be made famous. The world looks for the famous ones, but heaven is searching for somebody that wants to be the holy ones. The world makes celebrities, but the kingdom of God makes saints. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hear me today. God is not calling us to be famous. He has called us to make him famous. Praise God. He has called us to cause him to be trending. Praise the Lord. If we're going to have a hashtag trending in all in our life, it needs to be all about Jesus. Making him famous, lifting his name up, and magnifying him. And in the text today, it says, and his, Jesus, fame went out. The Greek word which we translate to say fame, famous, means to speak. It is a public report or a rumor. It is a report of good or great actions which exalts the character of someone else. And then the next part of that text went on to say, and his fame went out. We think, when we think of fame, we often think of someone who's rich or a music idol or a famous athlete or some type of movie star and hundreds of famous people are celebrated at the Oscars every year. How did them people become famous? How does anybody become famous in this hour that we live in? Thanks to social media, it does not take much, praise God. But however, as the word fame is defined, people become famous when report is spread about them for what is considered to be good or great actions. 
And in our text today, the spotlight has been moved from John the Baptist because he's been, he had been put in jail. And now then, the spotlight has been moved to Jesus Christ. And now Jesus has become the star of the show thanks to John being arrested and put in jail. And then Matthew tells us in verse 24 that, that it was Jesus' fame went out and began to spread out all over the place. This is the beginning of Jesus' ministry because of Jesus' fame. And we see it in verse 23. I made mention of it when I read the text. He went around teaching. He went around preaching the gospel as well as he was healing people. And then we see the effect of what happened. Jesus is fame that more people are brought to him to be healed. I'll come to tell us today if we have anything trending in this world and what this church needs to explode it, praise God, to become what God is calling to be. We need to get Jesus more famous than Donald Trump on Twitter. We need to get Jesus more famous, praise Praise God. Then your Twitter account or your Facebook account. We need to make Jesus famous again. We need Jesus trending in our lives again. In Luke 5 and 12, it said, And it came to pass when he, speaking of Jesus, uh, was in a certain city. Behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus, fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. And listen to what Jesus does. See, Jesus is not, the, the man Christ Jesus was not even interested in making himself famous. He wants us to do that. And listen what he done. He charged him to tell no man, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the, the cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony to them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him, hallelujah, of their infirmities. Luke, we see the same reaction to Jesus as the text today. He heals a man of leprosy and commands him. He said, don't tell anybody about, about who I am. Him. Just, just, uh, uh, just go do what you're supposed to do and share it. But the report about him, it went abroad. And let me tell you what: when God starts doing something in an area, you cannot keep it shut. Now, what we need in this place today, and you know, here's the thing: I know God is doing some things in this place. God is healing some people, and God is delivering some people. But what is happening? You and I are making Donald Trump more trending than we are. Praise the Lord, Jesus Christ. I want to tell you what: I'm sad. Been so sad in the last year and a half to two years through this COVID stuff that we look on there it's been more about politics I see I see uh, uh, Christians on Facebook and, and so that's why I'm on more than anything uh, on social media I see them talking more about the politics than they are about their church I see them talking more about all this that and the other thing instead about what happened at church service what we need to do today we need to leave here and we need to make famous praise God of what Jesus is doing in Harvest House because we need to get a to learn about what God is doing. Guess what happened? More people will come and hallelujah receive what you receive. Amen. Because as a result of Jesus doing what he does and people telling people about what Jesus is doing, more people come. So could it be that we have empty seats here today I'll tell you this. It's not because God's not doing nothing. Amen. Because God is doing something. God is still healing. God is still delivering. God is still setting people free. 
God is still baptizing people in the Holy Ghost. God is still doing great things in our churches. But I have an idea. The reason some churches has got empty seats and some churches has got full seats because somebody is not causing Jesus to be trending in their church. He's, we're not making him famous. What we need to do to fill this church up is we need to make him famous. We need it trending in Marion, Kentucky about what God is doing, praise God. Because when you spread the blood about what's happening, somebody wants to come see, praise God. They want to see what's happening. Matthew chapter 4, he's preaching, he's teaching, he's healing in Galilee. And then the word spread through, this is what the word of God said, all of Syria, finally the people from Galilee, Decapolis and Jerusalem, Judea, it went beyond the Jordan and all began to understand that, hey, there is a celebrity close to us. Jesus' fame took him from being a carpenter in a carpenter's shop to a rock star status. Now, I'm not saying that we need to make Jesus a rock star, but He is a rock star because He is the rock. Amen? Amen. It took Him from being uh, uh, maybe what you would call uh, what they call uh, undiscovered talent to being the most sought after man in the entire land all because people were, was it now, now let hear me now. Did Jesus become famous because of what he'd done or because of what people said about him? Did Jesus' fame spread and his ministry grow because of what he done or because of what people said about what he done? Every post on Social media that blows up viral is not because of the video, but because of the people who make it famous. Because there are some videos that you and I have made that is just as good as any of the other ones that's went viral on Facebook. But the only difference has been because people begin to share that video, share that post, share what's going on. If you and I can begin to share what God is doing in this church, it'll blow this place up. It'll blow revival up. We'll have a revival in this place like we've never seen before. If we can get Jesus trending in our world. Amen. Because the people begin to spread the news about what he had done. The Bible said his fame went out. Put the scriptures back up there, Jake. Can you do that? Go back to the original verse. Got 23. Jesus went about all Galilee teaching the synagogues. This is what Jesus done. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. That's what Jesus does. And guess what Jesus has called us to do? That. Okay? Next verse. And his fame went throughout all of Syria. And they brought unto him sick people that were taken with diverse diseases, torments, and those which were possessed with the devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that healed the palsy, and he healed them. 
because of what he done, his fame went out, not because of what uh, him broadcasting it, it was because of people broadcasting it. And when you tell about what Jesus has done, more people want to come have the same thing done to them, praise the Lord, as the person who's telling the story. I believe it's a key thing that you and I need in this city right now. And I ask this question today. Has Jesus done anything for you within the past week? Amen. Amen. Have you told anyone about what he's done? Because it's not really a question, has he done anything for you in the past week? Because if you woke up and you got breath in your body and you're in the house of God, God done something more for you than he did for somebody else because somebody didn't make it to the house of God today. Somebody didn't wake up with breath in their body today. Somebody's in the hospital today, but you're not. And God brought you here. He brought you to the house of God. Somebody say, oh, God ain't done nothing for me. Yeah, he has, there's nobody in here naked today. And at best I can tell, everybody in here has got some pretty good clothes on. But guess what? There's somebody out there on the streets tonight, uh, somewhere on the streets out there, they don't have a house, they don't have clothes, they don't have food to eat, but you do. You may not have the ideal situation, but your situation is better than somebody else's situation. And what you and I need to realize that we have that stuff in our lives. He is doing something, and we got to tell somebody about it. Amen. Amen. Has Jesus done anything for you today? Who are you going to tell about it? Because if we're going to make this service begin to trend about what God has done here today, it's not going to be because Jesus is going to go tell somebody. It's going to be because you go tell somebody and you cause Jesus become trending. Hallelujah. Can we get Jesus trending more than Donald Trump again? We must make Jesus famous in this city, in this church, in our life. Hallelujah. We've got to make him famous again. How are we going to do that, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. Matthew 6 and 15. Put, put our uh, multiply page up there. you got the scripture up there. The latter part of it anyway. Can you get to it fast? There you go. Let me read, let me read the, uh, uh, the verse after that too. And he said to them, Go ye in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Right? Yeah. And it says, He that's baptized in his, uh, and he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. You know what he's saying here? The first place that you and I need to get Jesus trending again is in our own little world. Yeah. You know who we need to make Jesus famous in our life uh, in our, to make it happen again? is in my life. I need to make Him the most important in my life because what's the most important thing in your world is what you're going to talk about. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Come on. You're on my Facebook page? Maybe to a fault here. You can see what one of the most important things in my life is right now. It's that little boy back here that's been a little ruckus today making Bethany had not sat back there. He's one of the most important things in my life. And if you're around me long enough, you're going to hear me talk about Corbin. You're going to hear me talking about my grandson. You're going to hear me talking about But if you're around me long enough, I hope you hear me talking about Jesus. It's got to start right here in our own life. The great commission of the gospel is to take the gospel to the whole world. But we can't take it to the whole world if we don't first start it in our life. Amen. The starting point 
was Jerusalem. The very place where the disciples were located at. It was not somewhere else. But you know where they started to make Jesus famous? Right where they are. I can't help it if you ain't got the best car or the best home. But you've got more than somebody else. And if you start right where you are and start making Jesus famous about what he's doing for you where you are, God will take you somewhere else. He doesn't tell them to go to the ends of the earth and work their way back to Jerusalem. He says, first, make him famous right where you live at. In an article from smallgroups.com, it stated that in contrast to the biblical model of the Great Commission, where the good news spread in ways from a central starting point, missions leapfrog Jerusalem and Judea entirely, aiming straight for the uttermost parts of the earth. We just want to go to the earth. Let's go beyond Miriam. Let's go beyond my house. Let's go beyond this city. No, no. We got to start it right here, right where we are. And we, you know how do you do that? You start not taking for granted every little bitty thing in the world that God has done for you. God has done great things for your life. He has woke you up today. He gave you breath to breathe. Hallelujah. Some of you has not received COVID yet. And some of you got COVID and you didn't die from it. And we need to make you famous for it. We need to let the world know Jesus brought me out of the mighty clay. He set my feet on a rock to stay. Start right where we are. The places where we live. The place where we work. The place where you go to school. The place where you shop at. That is our Jerusalem. That's our Judea. That's our Samaria. Let's make Jesus is famous in those places. Let's get him trending in our own world first. Yes, amen. Your neighborhood needs Jesus. Yes. Our community, this city, they need Jesus. we got to make Jesus famous right where we are. And then we can go to the ends of the earth. Oh, come on. How are we going to get Jesus trending again? First, we're going to have to do what Jesus done. Serve and love people. We can make Jesus trending when we serve and we love the people around us. One thing that definitely we see in Matthew 4, 23 through 25, the text today, is not only was Jesus preaching and teaching, but he was healing. Somebody says, I'm not a healer. I'm going to tell you what, there's more to healing than touching somebody's body and an arm growing back on. Jesus was meeting an actual need. And that as a result of that, the word about him spread all over the place. People began to understand that this man, Jesus, actually cares about them. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt is accredited to him. Some say John Maxwell. I, I guess it's probably Teddy Roosevelt. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. They don't really, it doesn't, you can have 15 degrees and all this kind of stuff in your life, but if you don't care about people, it's not going to mount to a hill of beans. And how do we do that? James, the half-brother Jesus, said it maybe even better when he said it this way in James 2.17. Faith without works is dead. And if we're going to get Jesus trending, we've got to learn how to serve and love the people around us. We've got to learn how to love and serve the people around us. And this is how we're going to make him famous. This is how we're going to get him trending again. And this is how we're going to have revival. Because we can't have revival if Jesus is not here. But we know he's here, but they don't know he's here. And we've got to let them, praise God, know that Jesus is in the house. Yeah. 
John 15, 19 said, If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But yet because you're not of the world, they hate you just like they hate me, right? Peter said in his writings, he said that to have fervent love one for another and that we should serve and love others, that is the main goal that's going to glorify God is when we serve and we love other people. And let me tell you what, if, you, if, you're, if you're loving people just because Jesus loves you and you got the love of Jesus inside of you, you think that person ain't going to go say, you know what, that Texas young come over to my house, my neighbor Texas, he come over to my house and, and, and he didn't want no money, he just wanted to rake my yard because he wanted to be kind to me. Right? You, you pull up to fix and pay for your food in the drive through and all of a sudden they say, well, that person in front of me paid it for it. We went out to eat last night with some of the preachers at, at, uh, uh, from Star Bethlehem and, and uh, I, was buying, I was buying ours and then I, went, I asked someone, I said, where's my ticket? They said, somebody bought yours. I'm like, I don't know who done it. I think Brother Jesse Hendricks did, but I'm not sure. You know what that does? That makes Jesus famous. Amen. Because guess what happened? Somebody bought my food. You know why they did it? They didn't do it just, just because they, just like me. They've done it because they love Jesus and they're trying to do something. Amen. To glorify and bring glory to His name. And this is how we make Him famous, praise the Lord. Are we so involved in ourselves that we can't be involved in the life of somebody else? And this is why Jesus is not famous. And this is how we make ourselves famous. When we're more involved in being from ourselves, that's right, praise the Lord, honey. Priest with me. Anybody else going to do it? You can help me. Amen. When we're, we're, more, we're more involved with worrying about me than I am what somebody else is doing. And if you and I can get beyond that and get Jesus trending again and get Him the most important thing, because that's how something becomes absolutely a phenomenon overnight, is all of a sudden somebody sees it, thinks it's funny, and they share it with somebody else. How many times has ever one of y'all had somebody say, did you see that video? Come on, every one of you's had it happen. What would happen if we left this place today and you went and you told somebody and said, man, did you hear about the church service we had at Harvest House? Did you hear about what my God has done for me? And if we could do that and begin to show the love of God. Bob Goff tweeted in 2013 on Twitter, he said, every time we love people extravagantly, we answer one more question the world has about God's character. Wow. And then you know how else we're going to get them trending? It's going to be by prayer. Because we can talk about all we want, but we've got to also learn how to pray. Yeah. Because if you look in the book of Acts, you'll notice that ever major major revival and event that happens all throughout the book of Acts. We see people that's praying and giving God glory. Acts 1, we see the people after Jesus descends and leaves, we find them praying and a great act happened and they chose a replacement for Judas. Acts 2, of course we know that's famous, we find them praying in the upper room and then all of a sudden the Holy Ghost began to trend because it began to flow out and people all around began to hear what was going on. 
Acts chapter 3, Peter and John go to the temple to pray and God uses them to heal a man who's been lame since his birth. Hallelujah. And guess what happened? Their great revival come because somebody was going to pray. And if we're ever going to have revival to happen in this church, and I believe God wants it in this place, it's not going to come from us twiddling our thumbs, coming to the house of God, and maybe even coming in and worshiping, magnifying God. We got to get back home. We got to get on our knees. We got to get on our face, and we got to seek the face of God and say, God, send us revival. God, send us young people. God, send us hungry people. Oh God, open my mouth that I can tell somebody about the good works of Jesus. John Piper said about prayer in his book, Design God, he says, prayer is the open mission that without Christ we can do nothing. And prayer is the turning away from ourselves to God in the confidence that he will provide the help we need. Prayer humbles us as needy and exalts God as wealthy. What are we praying about? Are you just praying about what you need? Or are you praying about what God wants for this church? Are you just praying about you and your family? and no more praise God we need to pray about our church we need to pray about our community we need to pray about this world we need to pray about revival we need to pray that the fame of Jesus will spread through Marion and all the surrounding areas how are we going to get him trending when people get on their knees like they did in the book of Acts and they pray you know how this great apostolic way came about in this, in this nation is when people got together in Topeka, Kansas, and they began to pray and seek God. And the next thing you know, before Twitter was even out there, before Instagram, before any of this stuff was even out there, it spread across this nation in a trending way that God is filling people with the Holy Ghost. What can we do in 2021 when we've got Facebook and we've got Instagram and we've got TikTok instead of sharing all the goofy and the stupid videos and stupid posts? What would happen if someone would share this message off of Facebook and he would share the videos that Jake has been putting on Facebook and make Jesus famous? No better way to get Jesus trending than for us to talk about hallelujah Jesus because this is the ultimate way how we're going to do it, praise God. And as we serve and we love people around us and we're praying that God will show up and glorify, it's not going to do no good if all that happens if you and I don't leave this place and we go tell somebody not on Facebook. Oh, tell them on Facebook. That's good. Let's do that. But you need to see them in the grocery store. Have them, them backsliders that hadn't been here in a while. Or that friend of yours that, that don't go to church and you know they don't go to church. But you know they need to Jesus. You need to go find them and say, hey, man, let me tell you about what God is doing in my life. And you go face to face to somebody and you start telling them about how good God is. And how he brought you out of drugs. And how he brought you out of this. And how he brought you out of that. Hallelujah. How can unbelievers call on God when we've not made him famous? Amen. How many of you ever been to Patty's? Anybody? Whether you went to see the lights? Or you just went to eat? You don't go eat too often. It costs too much unless you're rich, right? The first time we went to Patty's, it was not like it is now. But it is what it is today. Because everybody who goes there and leaves and says, I don't, you don't have many times I've talked to people that come around and say, have you been to Patty's? Have you seen their lights? Have you eaten their pork chop? 
Have you seen their pies come out, how high that meringue is? Have you ever asked the waitress to recite to you their, uh, their dessert menu? That is a sight to behold among itself. You know why they are worthy right now? Because somebody has trended patties. Somebody has made them famous. Somebody has told somebody else about patties. And patties is famous all the way across this world because somebody talked about it. How can your friend be saved if they've not even heard the gospel? The Bible says, how shall they hear without a preacher? I can't be to all your friends' house. I can't go to every place that you go. And, and in essence, every one of us in this building today, when you're sharing the message with somebody, you're being a preacher because all the preacher is is somebody who's heralding and telling the gospel. And sometimes the gospel is not necessarily this, hey, the fact you have to be born again of the water and the spirit. Sometimes the gospel is just the fact this is what God done for me because that's the gospel truth. That's my testimony. Yeah, I know some of us out here today think, Brother Orton, I do not got it all together. I've, I've got a lot of messed up things in my life. I don't care if you're not what you used to be. Amen. You've got a testimony. ask you this. If your spouse or your wife or your kid, whatever may be the case, all of a sudden they get sick and they're in the hospital on a ventilator and looks like they're about to die. And then they take them off the ventilator. Are you going to say that God ha- or that there, nothing, nothing's better with their life? Or are you going to say, oh, they're not in the hospital yet, so I'm not going to celebrate it. No, you're not going to do that. You're going to celebrate the fact of what's happening. Because any change to, the vet, to, to be better is always a good change, right? Amen. So, let's make him famous. If nobody is speaking about him, somebody says, oh, I live in a house where uh, uh, they don't love Jesus. They don't talk about Jesus. And whose fault is that? Because if you know Jesus, that's your fault. And if they don't need Jesus, make him famous at your house. Amen. Amen. I, I don't got it all together, preacher. I'm not saying what you got to get all together. If God's touched your life and brought you out of something, he's done something for you. Amen. Um, I'm going to bring this to close. Bethany, you can come, sweetie. How can people know you know the love of God if you're not telling them about what God is doing in your life. Come on, not on Facebook. Do it on Facebook, but not only. Paul said, 1 Corinthians 2, 1 through 2, Brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellent speech or wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ has been crucified. Paul said, I'm coming to you not with some special speech, but I'm coming declaring to you the testimony of God. I don't know anything that Jesus Christ has been crucified. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, more of a brethren, I declare to you what? The gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved. If you keep in memory that what I preached to you, unless you believe in vain, for I deliver to you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins to the scriptures. And he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. We should talk about the fact that the gospel
being born again of the water of the Spirit. Because some people don't know. There's more to talk about than a lot of junk that we're talking about. I'm not telling you to always talk about Jesus and never talk about him. But we have to talk about him. If we're going to get him trending, if we're going to get him to be the most important thing, because this is what trending means. It means that you can Google whatever your search engine is, whatever. You can go, what's trending today? And basically, it's going to tell you the most, the, the thing that's been talked about more than anything else. In our lives, that should be Jesus. Talk about how he restored your marriage. Talked about how he answered your prayers. Talked about how when your back was against the wall and other people abandoned you, that Jesus was still there for you. Talk about how the doctors couldn't explain what happened in your life and the miracle happened. Talk about when you were depressed and you were, or you were uh, uh, so depressed you couldn't get out of your bed that God stepped in and he gave you new direction. Talk about how he saved your soul, how he loved you when nobody else didn't care. Talk about how good God is. How he brought you out of the sin-wrecked world. Your life was twisted. It was all messed up, praise God. Only thing you was thinking about yourself. But his love filled you. And he overflowed you with the love of God. Talk about what he's done for you. Let's get Jesus trending in our world again. I close with this last scripture. It's probably the most important reason why you and I on a personal level should make Jesus the most important thing. This is what I'm talking about is Jesus being the most important thing in our world. And it's this. Isaiah 26 Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because he trusted in me. Trust ye in the Lord forever for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. When we make Jesus the most important thing in our world and we think about him all the time, because honestly, that's what makes him the most important thing in our world is when that's all we talk about. And when we do, our mind stays on him. And the Bible said he would give us perfect Surely somebody would like to have some perfect peace today. I'm done. And I'm telling you today, if you don't know Jesus, you can. I'm telling you, he's the best thing that ever happened to me. He saved me from a hypocritical life of a backslidden Pentecostal boy. He saved me. He changed me. Come on, let's make him trending. I want you to leave this place today. I challenge you. Listen to me. I'm going to shut up because I've got I've got people to take home. I'm hoping to be able to catch Bishop preaching before he starts. I'm probably going to have a hard time with it, but I'm going to try my best. Listen to me. I challenge you today. We'll, we'll upload this, we'll upload this uh, podcast and we'll share it on Facebook. I challenge you to share it. Tag people. Jake and, Jake and shared a video of Texas that's incredible. We're preaching. 
I think it was last weekend. It's a little short two and a half minute video. Share it. Make him famous. Go tell your friends, hey man, you should come to church. God's doing great things. Don't just make it social media. Let's make Jesus trend. Let's make it.